I'm sure some of you have been to Israel. And if you go on any of the standard sort of tours, almost certainly Jericho is a stop along the way. And when you get to Jericho and your bus pulls up, the guide will equally almost certainly show you the tree that Zacchaeus climbed when Jesus came by. And you can look at that with the rest of your tour group. But if you kind of hang around the fringes a little bit, a less official guide will probably come up and offer for a couple of shekels to show you the real tree that Zacchaeus <laughs> climbed. And then if you go with him and you're standing at that other tree, you're likely to get offered the opportunity to see the actual tree that Zacchaeus <laughs> climbed. So after about your 10th tree, you realize one of them must have been the one he climbed. But I love that tree because it represents so much. If you think about it, that tree on the one hand represents for Zacchaeus a place of safety, a place of safety from which he can see Jesus. He can also see over the crowd because he certainly doesn't feel terribly safe or at least popular there. And he could have, if he wanted to see Jesus, he could have just fought his way all the way through to the front, but then he'd really be in the midst of the people with whom he was not terribly popular. And so that tree represents a place of safe perspective, right? I don't want to say that's like the back pew in the church, but sometimes it's like that. But just think about that for a minute. I mean, we all know the bears are struggling a little bit, but still, no one would ever go into Soldier Field and say, no, no, I think I'll just stay in the back row, you know, it's, I can see things better up here. We get close when we care about being there. But if we still care about seeing, and yet we don't feel comfortable getting close, then we look for a place of safety. And that tree represents for Zacchaeus a place of safe perspective. But the other thing that tree represents for Zacchaeus is that it's a sign of what he longs for. For some reason, he wants to see Jesus. We're not given the backstory, but it must have been something he had heard, something that he knew about. He wanted to see this guy. And he was willing to go to the trouble of climbing the tree, not fighting his way to the front. That would be a little too frightening. But that tree for him represents also that longing desire. I'm going to do whatever I can, as long as I can do it on my terms, but I'm going to do whatever I can to see him. Because that enough will satisfy some sort of longing or desire. I love the way Luke tells that story. And I would just invite us, if we want to have it be something other than, you know, a little snippet from 2,000 years ago about somebody else, to just ask yourself, what's your tree? What does your tree look like? Where is that place from which we feel safe to look out on the world? And every one of us in this room has some area in our lives, some thing, some relationship, some place where we don't feel safe some quality, some memory. And if we're going to go out and face the world, we want to do it from a place of safety. And so what is your tree? And let me give an example. I don't want to be too obscure here. Maybe you've been fortunate enough because of your gifts and your talents that you hold a position of some authority or power. Well, lots of times that can be our tree, you know. If maybe I'm struggling with something else, at least I can feel secure if I allow myself to act out of this position of authority. And I'm not talking about being tyrannical or doing horrible things, but I just mean sometimes it's a way of keeping everyone in their place. 
And it doesn't just have to be power in business or government. It can be the power that comes from a relationship, right? Not every relationship, even beautiful ones, are fully two-way. And sometimes we know when we hold the upper hand. And I think we know at times what it means to have that be our tree. I'm going to stick from this position in this relationship and I'll keep the others maybe just a little bit at arm's length because it could be frightening for me to get down out of the tree and wade into the messiness. And yet we still long, we long for what it is that could take us out of that space. We wish maybe that we could get there. We wish maybe that relationship could be healed. Maybe we wish that thing that we carry inside of ourselves where we don't feel safe, where we feel vulnerable. We wish we could somehow throw the doors open and say, hey, this is who I am. Take me as I am. Help me heal as I am. But that can be a very frightening thing. Yet nobody likes to live in the treetops. That's not where we were made. So what's our version of Jesus walking along and saying, hey, Zacchaeus, I see you. Right? I love that part of the story too. Jesus doesn't ask. Uh, I heard there was a guy named Zacchaeus here. He looks right at him. And it's that beautiful way of calling out. And I think we all know what that feels like too. We even use that expression, being called out. Somebody called me out on this behavior. And oftentimes it comes from the people who know us and love us best. The people who don't care so much about us will just gripe or complain about the way we're behaving. But if someone actually looks us in the eye and says, hey, there's something we've got to talk about. I care about you enough that I'm not just going to pass by your tree and pretend I didn't see you. And we don't always respond to those invitations. We're not always like Zacchaeus, okay, I'm down, here we go. But still, we know when the invitation's been given. And God speaks to us through those encounters lots of different ways. Sometimes the calling out comes from inside of ourselves, right? That's what our conscience is all about. And it's not just because we've done some horrible thing necessarily, but we know that we're not really interacting with the world, with the people in our lives in an authentic way. We're doing it from our place of safety. We're doing it from our tree. We're trying to orchestrate everything around us. That's what happens when you're up in the treetops. You get to see where everybody is and they don't quite get to see you. It's human nature, I know why we do that. We've all been there at times. But if this story is gonna mean anything for us, it's not just some grand tale of how Zacchaeus was saved. And it's telling us, this is how God interacts with us. God doesn't come just to pat us on the shoulder for we're doing great. The only reason we have a savior is where we need to be saved. And the number one area where God wants to intersect with your life is precisely in your treetop. But he's not going to force anything. He's not going to shake the tree or cut it down. He's not going to climb up there and yank us by the leg. All he can do is gaze, right? But it's a gaze like a laser beam, eyeball to eyeball. And we know at times what that feels like. And sometimes it does feel literally within the context of prayer but a lot of times it comes through the eyeballs of the people in our lives. And when those moments come, maybe just this week as a little spiritual exercise, to pray for the courage, because I think that's mostly the grace we need here, to pray for the courage to say, all right, I know I've been seen. 
I'm not going to hide behind a little more foliage. I know I've been seen, and it's an invitation of love. And I'm going to come down, and I'm going to wade through the very crowd that just as soon wishes I weren't there, because there's something that needs to be healed. Zacchaeus has a whole history behind him that we don't know. Maybe growing up as a little guy meant he had to put up with lots of rough treatment. He didn't roll out of bed one day and say, I want to follow the least popular occupation in all of Israel. He got there somehow, some way. And at this point in his life, all he could do was stay in the treetops, but he had to look. He couldn't look away. So whatever your tree is, first name it. With brutal honesty, name it. This is my treetop. This is where I like to feel safe. And then just allow the gaze to find you. You don't have to do it all at once, just little baby steps maybe, but inch your way down the tree, and I'll do the same. And when we get to the bottom, he really is there waiting to meet us. And as the rest of the story shows, once you get out of the trees, everything looks different.